welcome to From the Den Podcast, providing Bears and NFL fans alike with compelling news, discussion, and debate. I'm your co-host, Benjamin, joined alongside my dear friend and co-host, Oren. Hey, Benjamin, let's get right into it. As always, kickoff starts now. Welcome back to From the Den Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Barris, joined alongside my dear, dear friend, Oren Akamowski. Back from a two-week hiatus, very excited to be back in the swing of things. Let's talk some football. Yeah, and there have been some crazy things that are happening. The NFL, even though there's COVID and all these different types of things happening like normal, crazy games. We just saw the Chiefs-Chargers game. Truly great game. Could have went either way. Football is interesting. Gotta love football, right, Orin? Gotta love football. All right, so we're each going to talk about three teams that we find really interesting at this point in time. And I'm going to talk about the Patriots, the number one seed in the AFC. Like, what? How? Like, I get Belichick so good, but, like, you're muted. I am muted. Not anymore. Bill Belichick is how. That's just about it. Yeah, but what did they do to make their team so much better from last year to this year? Is Mac Jones really that good? Uh, Yeah, he's that much better than Cam Newton, I'll tell you that. Do you think that it's he's that much? Show me some NFL teams. Sorry, I'm just getting prepped for my talk. I'm doing this sitting on my bed. I thought it'd be comfy. Um, still is, but um, a lot to work with if you see me on the screen. Yeah, I think that just to go back to the Patriots, I think that maybe I, I don't want to compare Cam Newton to Mac Jones, but I think that Mac Mac Jones just fits into their system so much better that even if their skills were equal, Mac Jones I think would inevitably just be better in that system. Well, you can't say their skills are equal if their skills aren't equal, you know? I know what you're saying. You're saying even if Cam Newton was better, it's just because Mac Jones' skill set, but you can't really say it. they just have different skill sets, you know? No, they do, but I'm saying that his skill set fits the Patriots' offense. That's why there's been such a drastic jump. Yeah, drastic. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. I feel, yeah. <laughs> it's like the dinosaurs. Yeah. Jurassic jump. New movie. Um, okay, let's just have a nice convo- conversation here. So um, instead of picking a team, I'm just going to – let's talk about the, that division for a second. It is very cool division, very cool division. Um, Jets, who cares? Bills, yeah. though, I mean, they were Super Bowl favorites in a lot of people's estimates. Underwhelming right now on a skid. Plus, you've got the Dolphins, who were 1-7. We talked about them being terrible. Oren picked the Texans over the Dolphins, actually. I, I, I only remember Oren's bad picks, nothing else. Um, now they're six and seven and a five. Yeah, hey, you cut my whole thing off. Six and seven now. Dolphins are like, we're ready to be like, Dolphins are bad. Dolphins are a very interesting team, I say. They are an interesting team. Um, there are a lot, a lot, a lot of interesting teams. But I want to talk about Cleveland Browns. Okay, okay, I see you. Always been an interesting team. I don't think they're most controversial. I know about always, my guy. Just a few years ago, they were one of the most boring teams in the NFL. But I guess you can say they were so bad that they made a storyline. Exactly. They've, the past fine, you can even say the past five years, there's been a storyline behind this team. Because they went from a horrific team to a really talented team that seemed to underperform to a team last year that finally clicked, found its groove, found its coach, found its system. And now it's back to it. Now, now they're back to their form of underperforming for their skill. 
they could win this. They could win the AFC North, and they could come in last place in the AFC North. And I think that that is by far the most interesting division in the NFL right now, because I think every single one of those teams, you can make a very fair argument, even the Steelers, that they deserve to win that division. And I think you can make a deserve very- is a strong word. This is hard. I need like a stand for my mic right now. Every time I want to talk, I said this up for myself. I know I'm the only one who's who's at fault here, but this is a uh, this is a problem, Warren. I need like a. It's okay. You can keep going. Yeah. Um, I think that every single you can make an argument. Every single one of those teams deserves, even though it's a strong word, to win that division. And also, every single one of those teams can be argued should lose that division. It's going to be really close, really controversial, very, very tight. I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah. Okay. This is not. <laughs> anyway, um, NFL teams. Let's find some more NFL teams. Let's look at Google. Okay. Vikings showed up. Sure. I'll talk about the Vikings. We talked, Or and I talked about this. You know, it's actually crazy. Um, I talked to Oren outside of the podcast. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. For the people listening. But yeah, in some of our conversations outside of From the Den, we've talked about the, the Vikings, you know? Okay. Um our perception of the Vikings might be a little bit skewed because they are our uh NFC North rivals, but the Vikings are just sad team, you know? I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs and they really I like the Vikings. Just as a team, taking out NFC North rival everything, I just think they're a cool team. I think they have potential. Like, I'd rather see the Vikings in the playoffs than the Dolphins, if I'm being honest. I know they're in different, like, conferences, so it doesn't matter. But (laughs) I think they're a cool team. They've got, like, a lot of potential at some point. Whatever. Anyway, all the talent. Lots of talent. Just not making it work. Mike Zimmer should be fired. A very similar team to the Browns, which is kind of ironic because their Browns coach, Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, I think I'd agree. Yeah, yeah. They have all the skills. Wasn't he bad on the Vikings? No, he's actually pretty solid. Oh, no, he was. He was good. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some teams like the Vikings who you look at and you're like, wow. Like, I think um, Mike Zimmer should be fired right now just because how much his team is underperforming. But then you look at a team like the Raiders, who's six and seven, same record as the Vikings. And I'm off of my head, I can think of one position that the Raiders have that's better than the Vikings. Tight end. That's the only position I can think of that the Raiders have better than the Vikings, period. Well, I don't like the Raiders that much, but... um, I'm saying that... Let me just think for a second. The line? No, the, I, maybe, but I don't think so. Vikings' line isn't that bad. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, Speaking about the, the Raiders, I just would like to say I really hope I... When the Chargers, uh, when the Chargers and the Chiefs were bad, and the Broncos and the Raiders are good in the first few weeks of the season, I mean, I was just saying, this is not gonna stay. Just know that the Chiefs and the Chargers are the really the big dogs of the of that of that division. And I was right, so I called that. And you, Raiders and Raiders and Broncos are fake. What do you have to say about the Forty ers Interesting team. You know what? I have to be honest. I've really not been following that much on the 49ers. I'll look them up right now. Um, they started yeah. off really slow. But, 
But I mean, what's their record? They still have a very below average record. Like, I mean, they're seven and six. Oh wow! Yeah, let's look at, let's look at their games. Let's look at their games. I mean, they've, um, won, they've won four of their past five and lost to the Seahawks on a last-second deflected pass. <coughs> and they've played good teams. They beat the Vikings. They beat the Rams. They beat the Bengals. They're not playing bad. So it really started to fall apart um, week four. They played a close game to the Packers week three, I remember. Yeah. Week four, they lose to the Seahawks, Cardinals, Colts, pull away from the Bears. So really, I, really, when you look at this 49ers schedule, they have just, you know, I was thinking, I think the narrative was that they're starting to slip something like that. There's something bad going on in their team. Um, Really, they just played a lot of tough teams. And I understand if you're a good team, you should be able to beat other good teams. But still, I have to be honest, I was under the impression that they lost some really uh, bad games. But I mean... Colts was their was their was their worst looking loss here. Um, they just lost to other good teams. So I guess I really like to trust. I really like Kyle Shanahan. So um, like I, I've said a lot on this podcast. So I like Kyle Shanahan a lot as well. But I don't. And and Debo Samuel is just so funny. I texted Oran and I had this whole thing. I mean, we both know we know you shouldn't pay running backs. Yeah. Um, we, we don't want to They're waste not valuable at all. But then Debo Samuel is now being treated as a running back. They're great versatile wide receiver. So I'm like, <laughs> should the Niners cut Debo now? You mean Obviously, cut- it's a joke. But, like, it, it raises a good question about the argument, I have to say. Yeah. Um, the moral of the story is don't pay running backs. If you think we're wrong, just look at statistics. You know what's kind of funny? What? Who's talking? No one's talking about the uh, Titans. Yeah. They're like kind of good, but also kind of bad. Everyone, everyone says, "Oh, no one's, no one's giving the Cardinals any credit for uh, having the best record in the NFL, or at least they used to have the best record in the NFL." Blah 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 blah. Super Bowl odds. Hear all this talk about it. Cardinals got plenty of talk since Derrick Henry got injured. No one is talking about the Titans. Nobody well, is talking about the Titans. I mean, um, have the Titans really been that good? No, but it's just interesting. Like, is it just a? It's kind of funny that sometimes they're just like a teams that are like last year when the Steelers were undefeated, most voices were saying, aside from Steelers fans, most voices were saying, you know, this is a fluke. So it's just kind of funny when a team is nationally disregarded. Yeah, but I think also that it was nationally disregarded because everyone hated Juju Smith-Schuster and everyone was like, hey, shut up. Nobody wants to. Yeah, no, but it was also because they got a lot of cheap wins, I remember. Um but yeah, so I guess the Titans aren't that dominant anymore. They're not that high ahead of any of the other division winners looking right now. Right now, the Chiefs are ahead just because they've won one more game. They've played one more game than everyone else. But uh, yeah, so yeah. What, some more interesting teams. AFC North is super interesting. Yeah, we talked about that. Um, yeah, what- we did a little bit just with the Browns. Oh, man, the NFL is just wonderful this year. Just wonderful, Lauren. Yeah, I heard people saying like the NFL is like so bad this year, and I was just like, "What Who do you said th- that?" I, I just remember hearing that somewhere, and I was like, no. "Like online or like, no, like, like one of our friends?" Okay, then that's okay. Then then okay, I don't care. Then I thought it was like a public opinion. No, <laughs> um, um, you're gonna tell me who that was after. Yeah, Google. the Buccaneers are really good. Like they're really good. NFL is so good. Yeah. 
the top four, I think the the only bad thing about the NFL right now that I look at, and not, a few bad things, obviously, but like there's COVID, which is annoying. Like yeah, it's slowing down people. The Bears had a, the Bears had you want to hear something crazy? I know we're going off track, but just to like explain to you how big of like a deal COVID is, and also the Bears are kind of injury sh- struck, stricken. I don't know what the word is. Um stricken, yeah. Yeah, let's see if I can find it. You can talk in the meantime. Okay. Um, Here, I'll tell you. The Bears have 29 players and three coordinators dealing with either COVID, a different illness, or an injury. And 14 of their starters. That's crazy, bro. They have 12 players on the COVID list. Eight players just have other illnesses, and nine players are injured. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. I mean, that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like... Illnesses spreading, which is kind of ironic, not ironic, but it's just kind of interesting that other illnesses are spreading. Like, I feel like that's unheard of. Like, yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, okay. I'm looking at these divisions. Some of them are just so lopsided. Packer, like NFC North, NFC South, NFC yeah. East. And some of them are just really cool. Um, one of your fun stat I've probably told you, but for all the viewers listening, I thought you should know this, that you can all make fun of your Lions friends. What? The Buccaneers have won the NFC North more recently than the Lions. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. I do know that. Just a funny little... We have, we have a Giants friend. I cannot wait to... And he just can't really wrap his head around that they aren't a good team. You know, we talk about the Bears a lot. We have an understanding for the most part. Of course, we're Bears fans. You're going to be irrational. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty biased. But if anything, we're more pessimistic about the Bears than <laughs> other people. Um, we're realists. But this fan, you know, some people, I just, I just have a particular disliking for the Giants, honestly. Just, I love to laugh at them. I won't lie. I won't lie. I'm being honest because, like, they're just so bad. And, like, when I think they have an actual I know. The playoff, they're so bad. They're four and nine. I know it's like a very stupid thing to say, but I feel like the Bears have potential for the future. Like I see pieces on the Bears, and I'm like, you know what? They could build a team around these players. Fields, young offensive line, Jalen Johnson, Roquan, Roquan. They'll have Khalil Mack and Montgomery. I think could have a nice career with the Bears. Yeah, Montgomery, Khalil Herbert. You have um, Cole. You think Khalil Herbert will ever? I think my prediction, my prediction, Khalil Herbert becomes irrelevant at some that point. That could very likely happen. It's just something about <laughs> because of the way we look at running backs. I just think if Khalil Herbert was drafted sooner, then he would be tried to be involved in the NFL. But I just have a feeling it's kind of sad, but I have oh. a feeling that they're gonna like not care that much about him because they're like, well, we picked him late. Versus like, if they picked him the second round, they'd be like, you know, we have to involve, you know. A sad little thing, but it does kind of make sense for the Bears if you look at it. Um, I would bet Tariq Cohen never plays another game a bear, uh, in a Bears uniform ever again. Is his contract ending? Yeah, I think he signed a three-year extension two years ago, the 2020 season. But they have no need for him. He's He hasn't played. Clearly a big injury. An AC, a torn ACL is not something like a speedster. I mean, he is taking a long time to recover. Really long time. Yeah. Says something. Also, they have Jakeem Grant. I get Jakeem Grant isn't Tariq Cohen, but you don't need to pay Tariq Cohen six million dollars. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. You know, maybe yeah. he, he had something else left in him. 
that we wouldn't know, wouldn't know about. Maybe he would have had great. I mean, remember he was a great receiver. Yeah, he was. I miss him because he added that element to the Bears. That he was our, our was he our RB one one season? No. Something happened. We went from Howard to Montgomery. Okay, I just remember we would complain about like why why are you giving it to Terry Cohen up the gut? That was like a thing. Um, I think that that would just happen. Yeah, it was like 2019 when people were starting to be like, oh, Matt Nagy's kind of an idiot. (laughs) People were like, you know what? Matt Nagy was really good in 2018. But in 20 complaints about anything Nagy did in 2018, I honestly don't remember. I I can't remember anything. He won Coach of the Year. But like, was he really just like a genius? I don't know if he was a genius. He just like had a a mediocre offense for an offense that didn't have that much talent. Yeah, I feel like I remember the offense being better than it was. Like, I look back and the stats still weren't that good. No, they were mediocre. So what do you think was different? I'm sure we had these conversations a lot, especially yeah, in season one. What? About the, from 2018 to 2019? Yeah, I think I have an answer too. I don't know if there's necessarily... Not from 2018, from just, what's that? Why, why was that season? Why, why were they better that season? Why were they better that season? Um, that's a great question. Right? I obviously it comes from Trubisky. I think I have an answer. I have a few answers. It, obviously, the, the quarterback play is a direct correlation to how the Bears' offenses do. And Mitchell Trubisky had by far his best year. He made the Pro Bowl. I'm not going to act like he's a Pro Bowl player, but he, he was at least at that point where he was able to. Man, we thought he was on to something. Really, we thought we were totally. We had Super Bowl hopes in 2019. Yeah, I remember like reading an article and seeing like all these coincidences. It was like, it's been 34 years since the Bears won a Super Bowl, which is like Walter Payton. And like, so all these like random things, I'm like, the Bears are about to win. I remember the first quarter, I know you say this, the first quarter of Bears Packers in 2019. Oh my God. The most excited I have been. I remember they blew up Aaron Rodgers on the first drive or something. They were just having hard tackles. I was going crazy. Negative. And then I realized that we were terrible. We put up like three points the whole game. And <laughs> story of the rest of the past, like three football years for me. I'm not going to lie. Just like, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, look, I think I love fields. I think fields and Trubisky are different. But- yeah, that's what I was going to ask. This is where I was going next. You can't tell me fields is having, I know he's a rookie, blah, 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 blah. Fields is having a worse season than Trubisky ever had. Yeah. I, I think the rookie years are pretty You can't just, just take out everything else. You can't deny that. I think the rookie years are relatively similar. Really? Trubisky, Trubisky had that many. I do not think Trubisky had that many turnovers his rookie year. I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I'm not really sure. But. I mean, also, like, I'm not going to say that not all of them were his fault, but a lot of the field's turnovers are not his fault. Like, oh. Yeah, I know. I just hope he gets it polished. I yeah. just don't. I trust that Fields has everything. If Fields were on the Chiefs, I trust that Fields would be an elite quarterback, honestly. Yeah. I believe the Fields would be an elite quarterback. Because, like, when I. On a team that knows how to manage him, but I just have no. My point is if Fields gets ruined, it's because the Bears ruined him, not because he yes, wasn't good. I agree. Like and even more than Trubisky, because I would say well, just even more than Trubisky. Because Trubisky lacked phys- some some physical and mental 
abilities, right? Yeah, do you think Trubisky has a has a future? I think he does. I'm I'm so happy for him in the Bills. I I'm so happy for him. He's, he's a good guy he's out there. He's got Chicago behind him. He's in a place where he's appreciated. I have to be real. I'm I think the Bills is I couldn't think of a better team for Trubisky to be on right now. Could you? I mean, yeah, you know, like he's not going to be a starter right now. But like also, I I don't know if you like remember this, but there was always comparisons between Trubisky and Josh Allen. And if you look at their trajectory, it kind of started very similar. And then it just broke off where where Josh Allen completely turned from the 24 touchdown, 12 interception player to this Pro Bowl. And that's what I'm saying. The, The Bills, Bills coaching staff with Josh Allen, just phenomenal. So, Bears like, ruined Trubisky, you know? Yeah. And they didn't draft a bust. Everyone says the Bears' big mistake was drafting a bust. I think a lot of it with quarterbacks, especially a first-round quarterback, if it's not an issue with attitude, it's got to be more than just the initial draft, you know? It's got to be just – drafting a bust is more than just what happens on draft night. It's also what – like your organization, you know? Obviously. And yeah. I'm saying this badly. It's more than just draft night. It's more than just I picked a bad player. That's it. It's you pick a bad player and then you manage him badly. Yeah. The bust will be a lot better on a bad on a on a on a good team, you know? Yeah, but like like I think it's it's really hard. And I think I could be totally wrong about this. I could be completely wrong. But I'm just gonna say I don't think there's like a possibility. I think it's very, very unlikely that Jordan Love ends up being worse than Mitchell Trubisky. I think Jordan Love's floor is Mitchell Trubisky because uh, the Packers are so much better at doing quarter at managing quarterbacks that it would take more than just them drafting a bad player for him to turn turn out terrible. You know, also every, all the Bears fans and everyone that just like the Packers are happy because that's the worst case scenario for them, right? Even if the worst case scenario is an average quarterback, that's still the worst case scenario. But also, I don't know if I agree so much with that statement because I, I think the Packers are a flawed example because the Packers developed two players. But, I mean, the Packers developed Brett Favre in 1992 and Aaron Rodgers in 2007. No, Nobody from those teams, none of those coaches are really still there. Like, My point is also you talk about the, the comparisons between Trubisky and Mahomes. Mahomes would not be Mahomes if he were on the Bears. Yeah, he might but be good. Mahomes would still be a good quarterback. He would, be, he would be good. Of course he would be good. Did you see Mahomes play his first game? No, but he was like, whatever. And do you see him play his first game? He threw, in his rookie year, he threw one touchdown and one interception. Yeah, he was like, whatever. He was mediocre. He wouldn't be bad on the Bears. He's a very talented quarterback. But he would probably be Justin Fields. Right now. I don't know. And hopefully he would develop, you know? I think he would be a lot better than Justin Fields now. No, okay, okay. Not not in his career. My point is just, I don't know. I'm <laughs> a little like, foggy. It would be like if Justin Fields followed Mitchell Trubisky's. Um, I don't mean, yeah, I don't mean his, I didn't mean like that. I didn't mean that. I, I know what you mean. I know this just sounds like stupid, but it would be if like Justin Fields followed Mitchell Trubisky's path of like development in a sense. Like he gets better, but not like a crazy amount better. I'm trying to find a player comparison. Between Almost Jameis, but not really Jameis. Yeah. I think that if you talk about fields, I think his ceiling is Russell Wilson, period. That's literally Justin Fields. 
Justin Fields has every single quality that Russell Wilson has besides the mental stuff, which is obviously just coaching. How to read a defense, right? Right, yeah, he still doesn't – yeah, he's not that great at reading defenses. But who yeah. who would be? Mac Jones, honestly. But no, Mac Jones on the Bears would just be sad. Yeah, it would be sad. Also, because the Bears have no offensive line, and Mac Jones and like Mac Jones and Tom Brady and all these people are such like pocket passers. He was meant to be on the Pats. Yeah, Mac Jones is literally just a young. Like I think, I think Fields and Jones are better where they are now. Like Fields on the Pats. Yeah, I agree. Fields, eh, I don't know. It Fields is like Cam to Jones. like you don't in the Patriots offense. You do, I saw a scout talking about why Cam Newton was a great fit for the Pats actually before he was bad, like before yeah. he played. And it was about how, like, the Patriots, like, this whole time have struggled. Not struggle, but it's, like, <laughs> basically saying don't think that the Patriots, like, the Patriots are talented enough to change your scheme for Cam Newton. And they have really talented guys. And Cam Newton, this new rushing quarterback, is going to be very, very good in the Patriots. And obviously that didn't work out. And I think the point is that, no, the Patriots actually look for a guy who is Tom Brady. They look for a Tom Brady type guy. They look for a pocket passer. Um... You don't need to be basically Justin Fields and and the Russell Wilsons and the Justin Fields and the Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I could keep going. Kyler Murray's. What they have, these modern quarterbacks, what makes an elite quarterback is their ability to create a play when it breaks down. Yeah. When the play breaks down. But the exception to that is like Tom Brady, Mac Jones. Yeah. The exception, the only the only elite quarterback you can name who doesn't have that attribute of being able to scramble out and make something happen pocket and make something out of nothing, who's elite is Max Jones and Tom Brady, who both came from the Patriots. But also, to go against your argument, not against, but I think besides for Lamar Jackson in the NFL right now, there's not a good quarterback that, that is not a pocket, that is not a very good pocket passer. You're saying every quarterback is a great pocket passer in the NFL? I'm saying that every single good quarterback in the NFL. Of course. I'm not saying anything about pocket passing. I'm just saying on top of that, it's not just about scrambling. I'm not just saying scrambling. I'm saying like. Able to get out of something if it's needed. Like get run- out. The play just breaks down. The play oh. just breaks down. Yeah. Um, You know, your receivers aren't open. Someone's in your face. I mean, you just saw tons and tons of that in the last Chargers-Chiefs game yeah. from both quarterbacks, just two of the most fun-to-watch quarterbacks in the NFL. You see Justin Herbert. Okay, it was an incompletion, and they might have even, like, fumbled on the drive or anyway. But, I mean, uh, uh, Herbert is rolling out, and he stiff-arms the defender. That just – that was just wild. He's – he – you know, he's this huge guy. The defender's coming in his face. He stiff arms him, gets him out of the way for a few more seconds, and then throws the ball away. And then, of course, Mahomes. I know what you're talking about. In that, in that whole what? I know what player you're talking about. I mean, there are plenty of plays. In the whole final drive, the Chargers, like, the Chiefs O-line was completely breaking down. He was just scrambling out there, running forward, uh, like, like, ran for a bunch of yards, scrambling out, throwing beautiful passes to, like, you just saw it the whole game. I just I just like football, man. Kyler yeah. did it. Those are just the most exciting plays. That's what makes a great quarterback. Man, I love I love plays like that. It's just those are <laughs> I'm still going. Those are like the wow plays, in my opinion. Like so, those those get me every time when when it's like, oh my god, I can't believe he just completed like a twenty yard pass downfield when it looked like it was gonna be a sack. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know this is like a random question, but like as a Bears fan, if you had one season and one season only, would you rather have an elite offense or an elite defense? One season and one season only. What well, then what happens after that season? You know, elite nothing. Because huh? I'm saying just one season. What? I don't really get like <laughs> what? So you're saying, saying all of a sudden like everyone on our offense just becomes say, good yeah, then say, Go. Just shut down after the season. It's a one season trial thing, whatever. Say it one more time. One more time. I really want to answer the question, but would you rather have a really good offense or really good defense? Take out the fact that that's like if you look at it, um, good offenses are typically um a good offense is right. So you're saying like after that season, it just drops back down to what the Bears were before. Yes. Good offense. Why? Few reasons. <laughs> Number one, maybe I'll get hate for this as a Bears fan, but come on now. Offense is, is just more fun than defense. Yeah, but would you offense, rather... I know, I know really cool defense is really cool. I love really cool defense. I do. It's cool. But wouldn't it be cool for once to have a productive offense? Wouldn't that be kind of cool? You know, especially as a Bears fan, even though, you know, you're supposed to support the defense. Shouldn't it be... Wow, like, wouldn't you be like, wow, this would be a nice change to have a good offense? So, and this is kind of like a stupid question, but do you think that, like, the idea of like cold Chicago winter, how it's like all these Bears fans come out to like this, like, f- these freezing games and it's these like hardcore defenses? Like, I feel like the, the, the Bears, how they have historically just run the ball down people's throats and play good defense kind of fits like the fans is i just feel like that's i kind of know what you're getting at but basically like 100 percent, like the playing style has to do with the weather and like or like yeah it's all a part of the culture it's like you know it's cold outside it's hard nosed it's tough it's rough we're not going to be throwing long passes we're going to be stuffing it in your face you know it's 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 we're going to be we're going to be beating you like physically be like yeah that's it all it all plays into the atmosphere but it's kind it of all play- look at green bay it's the same weather but they're not that's true that's that's very true that's very true it's just what the bears are yeah which is kind of, it's also kind of funny how these two historic franchises are unable to uh, go by the same thing every single time the packers have great quarterbacks good offenses the bears have great defenses <coughs> <coughs> Cough break. Cough break. You all right there? Yeah. Yeah, I like these questions. I really do. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I could say. Like another good question. Because you had some good questions. Yeah. I had some. But, you know, we might call it soon if. Yeah. Let me just think for one sec. Oh. So I guess we kind of touched on it. But my question to you where I said, why were the 2018 Bears bad? And then I had an answer. Yeah. We basically touched on it, actually, but but no, this because is, didn't really for some it. reason it's a weird phenomenon. I actually I can't really explain. It. Well, I'm just trying to think. My my question for you is which why you- didn't Matt Nagy just run the plays 
that he ran with Trubisky in 2018. Like, why couldn't he just have kept making it work by doing exactly what he did in 2018? Because I know he tried to change things up and it didn't work. So why couldn't he just do this exact same thing? Would it have still worked? Or would teams have caught on? I think teams would have caught on. But also, from what you see, from what I see, Matt Nagy's a very stubborn guy. He's like, seems to be very stubborn. Yeah, it's really weird, though, because it doesn't seem like... It doesn't seem like that that should really match Matt Nagy, you know? Like, yeah. he seems like a, a positive type of guy. And, like, if you just read about him and stuff. Yeah. Like, but then it's just, like, other stuff he does is really annoying. Yeah. Like, he gave up play calling in, like, 2020. But I think in, like, the playoff game, he took it back against the Saints. And, like, games before, he was, like, taking the play calling back and just didn't tell anyone until, like, after the season. And things like small little things like that. But, like, he Matt took it Nagy- back for the start of the game? What? He took it back for the start of the game? No, no, no. Like, he said, like, I'm going to give the play calling to Bill Lazor. And then, like... No, I know. I mean, for the start of the game against the Saints, or, like, midway through, he was like, that's no, it. No, the start of the game, I think. Well, I mean, they there were some good plays. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, just in general, I'm not saying, like, it's bad, but the whole 2020... 20- Didn't, I could totally, totally be wrong. Didn't Cordero Patterson get a direct snap touchdown? No. Okay, I don't know why that's just in my memory. Yeah, no. Um, it was when Javon Wims missed that. Oh, I, I know that, I know that, yeah. yeah. Of course, I remember that. Yeah, um, I think that pretty much the whole offseason was built on this idea that it's going to be like, like it's going to be like the Bears offense 202. Like, it's going to be like the new and improved offense where it's going to be this and it's going to be that and Matt Nagy's going to be this offense. You know what I hate? You know what word I hate? What? You know what I hate? What? I'm going to say it real close now just for effect. Identity. I hate that word. I hate that word. It's Shut up. Indian. Shut up. That's what I always say when uh, there's like, we've talked about it, I'm sure. So you can find that. I'm sure you can find me talking about it so that I seem like a hypocrite. But uh, Matt Nagy's talked about it. Tribune sports writers have talked about it. Tell me the Chiefs are talking about their identity. I know it's because they already have one, but no one's like, we're good because we have this identity. Like, just just be a good team. Like, I don't, what the hell does searching for your identity mean? I think it's dumb. Just be a good football team. Just if, like, do things well. You don't need, like, identity. That's, it just seems like such a buzzword. Yeah. And also, like, even, like, teams like the Chiefs and, like, all the, the other teams, they're able to, like, they're not just passing teams. Like, they can run the ball if they want to. It's what makes them so good. Well, I mean, Travis Kelsey was quoted, like, uh, when we when we drop back to pass, you know, we're passing the ball. Or when we drop back to pass, we pass the ball. And when we go to run, we do play action, and then we pass. Something like that. I'm, I'm misquoting. Yeah, I, 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 like, remember what you're saying, but, like, still. I get what you mean. It's like searching for an identity. Feels you like if I talk into the mic... The audio will come in upside down. Sorry, if I talk into the mic like upside down, will the audio come in upside down? I, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> that was a little joke. <laughs> um, we never really answered the question, like, why did Trubisky regress in 2019? Well, I did in my head, but then I never really talked about it because we called just... different plays. He was he, didn't Trubisky throw 50 passes one game? Yeah, against the Packers, he threw 45 passes. I'm pretty sure. 
that's ridiculous. He just tried to make Matt Nagy tried to make Trubisky something he wasn't. And that's about it. That's yeah. About look, all I can say about that. I'll tell you this. Mitchell Trubisky threw 45 passes. The Bears ran the ball. Um, okay. 12 times. Yeah, I know. I remember. I don't actually remember, but yeah. Right. Just for perspective, Rodgers threw the ball 30 times and they ran it 19. Yeah, yeah. And he got so much criticism. So you know what Nagy did? He like, wait, wait. He threw it again next time. No. Oh, I didn't remember if he only threw or only ran. No, he like ran a lot in like against the Broncos. And then he slowly like. He just like ran up the gut, right? Yeah, it was just like stupid run. Oh my god, it was a terrible season. <laughs> Wait, that was twenty nineteen. Yeah, that was that was not that bad of a season. I feel like I okay. Rank the past three seasons: nineteen, twenty, twenty one. Well, it's really really hard for me to look at these seasons subjectively, objectively, because it's just all emotional in my head. So the 2019 season just caused me so much pain. <laughs> just so much pain, Oren. You don't understand. Just so much pain. <laughs> There's a lot of pain going on in the 2019 season. So if you're looking at it, you're like, well, we went 8-8. Eight and eight. You know, it wasn't the worst season ever. But it's so hard for me to just stand in a bird's eye view and say that. I think, honestly, that's why by the time the 2020 season came around, we also went 8-8. Eight and eight. It wasn't as bad in yeah. my head. Because I was like, I was just had such a lower standard at that point. So that's why I can't really do this ranking. And then at this point, it's like, of course, we're having a worse season than the other two years. But my standard has been even lower. And especially my like only purpose as a Bears fan right now is to watch Justin Fields play. So I get happy when he does good things. And I think that there's a lot more hope now than there was in 2020 and a lot less despair than in 2019. So like, you know, there are some positives that I can look at. And also, for example, 2019, they started off fine, but after four games, they were horrible. They just, like, were not good, right? In 2020, they started... Wow, we really did start off 3-0 in 2020. Yeah, we, we were 5-1. and one. Wow, that's that's insane. And then, and we, then we went 3... Bump. And, wait, we went 3-7? and seven? Yeah, I think so. And then we beat, we beat the... Um, no, we didn't go three and seven. We went three and six. Wait, you said we were five and one. Yeah. What? How did I, we go? Yeah, yeah. Towards the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I thought you meant like the yeah bears. Um, sorry. Let me just look at this. All right. Yeah. Anyway, remember we played the Rams. We got killed. We always get demolished by the Rams, except in twenty eighteen. Yeah, pretty much. Um. We 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 beat the Texans, which is like whatever, and then we beat the Vikings. Did we play the Rams in 2019? Yeah. We get demolished by them every year. Only if it's in LA. Since 2018. If it's in LA, we do. Did we play them in 2019? I mean, sorry, did, was it where was it in 2019? No, in LA. We got killed by them in LA. Yeah, we so we've got killed the past three years, am I correct? Yeah. It's so I know it's happening every time too. I know it's coming. I know the spanking is coming. Yeah. 
but uh, I mean, only in LA. Well, you, we've only not played. We only played them in Chicago in 2018. Yeah, and that was like the best game of my life. That's my favorite game I've ever seen. Were you there? No, I just enjoyed the game. It's a fun game. Yeah, it, yeah, that was that was great. And then that, we thought we were gonna get Rams Bears. That that is the most. That game is the epitome of Bears of Bears football. Yeah, three picks from Trubisky. Don't really remember much else of it, but yeah, that those three picks were pretty uh, typical. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm being. I'm just being. I'm just being pessimistic. Yeah, no, you're right. That was that was wonderful. Pick six from uh, Leonard Floyd. No, no pick six. Man, I really thought that. I, I, you can't tell. I have no memory. I, 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 I have no plays. I'm not like that. But I really just guessed that there was a pick six because I. But I know that there was hella. There was hella. They, we totally shut down that D, that offense. It was really, really cool. Bradley Sowell. What? You were Bradley Sowell. Sowell. No. The Bears backup, like left tackle. He that was the game where he caught the touchdown. Wow! What a game. I sent you it. You're watching the highlights. No question. Uh, sure, sure, sure. I'll watch it later. Okay, later or in a few minutes because I'm just getting the alert that um we have to evacuate the premises. We have to leave. We have to go. It's late. Good night, my there sweet you know. from the Den fans. I'm wishing you all a good New Year. If we don't do another podcast, we probably will though. Yeah, we will. Wishing everyone a happy football season. I hope that you're. Better at football than Oren. At sorry, at football and fantasy football than Oren because he has a really really bad team. He, missed, he actually missed. Oren missed the playoffs this year. That's not the true. You playoffs. missed playoffs. I'm the number one seed. You missed um, the playoffs. Your team my was- team is Dalvin Cook. I have Dak Prescott. It's re- I actually drafted really well. I'm joking, everyone. Ha ha ha. Actually, I'm the one who missed the fantasy playoffs. Oh my god, that was really funny. Um, but I hope Oren loses in the first round. Because we've both won fantasy <laughs> football twice. twice. Yeah. And once someone wins it three times, I mean, there's no question as to who's better, you know. But right now I can still keep the argument that, hey, we've, we're both even. And before last year, anyway, I'm getting on a tangent. I was going to leave. Bye-bye, everyone. Bear down. Bear down. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode of From the Dead, please remember to subscribe, comment, and like this video. Or, if you're a Packers fan, remember to dislike and leave a nasty comment. Click the links on the screen to access additional content.